Welcome to PHT in the Morning with your host, Pastor David Miller from the Pentecostal Holiness Tabernacle in Cincinnati, Ohio. Good morning and welcome to another episode of PHT in the Morning with Pastor David Miller. And we're glad you're with us today. And today we're going to have an interview with a uh, a preacher friend of mine. Actually, he's a pastor. Pastor's in Carlisle, Pennsylvania. And I've known this brother since he was uh, pretty young. And anyway, he, he preached for us last night and just preached great. We enjoyed it. And so our interview today is with Pastor Jonathan Rose. So, Brother Rose, we are so glad to have you with us here this morning on PHT in the morning. So uh, I I would like for you, if you would, to just uh, uh, tell them starting off, you know, how you started in your ministry, and of course, where you were from and that. Well, uh, I'm from Northern Kentucky, Mm -hmm. and uh, mom and dad grew up underneath Brother Ely, where he pastored there at Charity Tabernacle. And uh, we started going there. Brother David Brock was pastor when I was about 18 years old. And, uh, and I just was hungry for the Lord. And yeah. the closer I got to him, the more he put a calling and, and uh, started to preach. Uh, after I got called to preach, I preached my first sermon there and then preached around the area. And I'm 45 now, so that's, what, 27 seven years. Yeah. <laughs> 27 years uh, preaching. And I've, I think I've been pastor now for... 13 or 14 years. Yeah. So, but uh, we've had a good time. Um, I, I love serving the Lord right yeah. now. It's amazing. I love being with you right now. So. Well, we have enjoyed you. We really have. And your family, we just love them too. We'll talk about them in a minute. Now, uh, Brother Rose, uh, what's the name of your church actually so that uh, our audience will know? Uh, name of the church is Calvary Temple Church there in Carlisle. Uh, Pennsylvania, uh, and I've been there at the end of July. It'll be eight years. Eight years. Yeah, yeah. that's good. I went, I've been here forty-one, and when I was here twenty, uh, Brother Lloyd Shoecraft has preached me a lot of revivals, and Brother uh, Shoecraft uh, couldn't come to my pastor appreciation, so they had him call in, and he called in. They played it, the whole crowd could hear it, and he'd say, "Brother Miller," he said, "I'm so glad to hear you made pastor in that church." 20 years. He sets a feat not very many people do. He said they have to resign due to illness. And he, of course, had the crowd then. He said either they're sick of the church or the church is sick of them. <laughs> so I thought, that was, I thought that was a pretty good right there. And nobody's got sick yet, so I'm happy <laughs> no, about that. <laughs> I think he's really kidding, you know. But, uh, and no, I didn't get sick of this church. And, so is there 20, and I've been here 20 more, and I'm working on the next 20. Yeah. So anyway, uh, it, it's, a great, it's a great thing to hear God's call oh, yeah. and to obey it. I love it. I, I can't wait till the days where I can look back at the amount of time I've seen other men have made it, yeah. such, such as yourself. And um, this will be my third church I've pastored, and this yeah. is the longest we've pastored yeah. at one church. So we're, we're really thankful. We've got some great people there. Yeah. Well, that happened to me. Uh, my first church I took, I was two years in Lebanon, Ohio. Yeah. And I thought, man, I, I would never leave that church. We started, uh, took that church. Uh, they was in bad trouble. 
and they had less than 30. Hmm. And when I left, we averaged that second year I was there, we averaged 186 oh, in wow. Sunday school. That was our average. And I was young, 25 when I took it, and 27 when I resigned. And so I just thought, well, you know, things aren't going exactly like I like. And foolish mistake, you know, I resigned. And then I was a year and a half at my second church. So Pete was teasing me, you won't be at Springdale long. I said, I think I will. And so been here a long time. This is home area to you, right? This is home. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yes. I I do I, I mean, you know, I found out along especially being a when you hit the forties, I, I really have missed home a little bit more. So it's been yeah. nice to visit a little bit. Right. But uh I have enjoyed my pastorship. It's oh, been, yes. been wonderful. Yeah, I was born in northern Kentucky. And, of course, my parents, of course, like many in this area, came from uh, uh, eastern Indiana, the mountain parts. That's where they came from, down there. And anyway, but, so this is home. And, you know, I thought I'd probably go away and pastor. Yeah. But the doors open here, you know, and I've loved it. God's been gracious to me. Yeah. To allow me to do that. But anyway, now... I want to get back to you because our folks know about me, and uh, so we're we're thrilled really to have you. And uh, uh, so you you told us about your church's name, where it's located, and uh, if you would uh, tell us a little bit about your family, your wife's name. Now, I mean, I know her very well, but tell tell our audience about your wife's name and where she's from, and then you can mention your children, uh, Stephanie. Uh, maiden name is McCarty. Uh, they were they were um, going to Brother David Brim's church there mm-hmm. in, at Agape in uh, in around the Dayton, Ohio. Yeah, area. Vandalia. Yeah, that's it, Vandalia, and that's where I took her from. So, yeah. <laughs> and we've been married for about twenty years, and I'm shooting for all the rest of them. Hey, and like and uh, have a, I have a little girl. She'll be seventeen this year. My son is, and that's Chastity. My son Mason. He's 15, and then Joel, he'll be 13 in a couple months. Yeah. And uh, so I'm really proud of him. I got me a drummer, and my other, my middle son, he was trying, he's wanting to work on bass playing. Good. And then my little girl, she's the singer, so we hopefully get a band together. So. <laughs> Did, didn't you play bass? Uh, not like Your my dad. Not really. like my dad. Your yeah. dad was a great bass he's, player. I remember. Oh, yeah. He's still, he's still a great bass player. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, you know, actually, Brother Jonathan, he's been here and played bass here. Yeah. Like at some of our big meetings, like our camp meetings and and those kind of things like that. He'd come up and and I would say, hey, brother, can you play tonight? And boy, he, he just was gracious. He came. He's always been one of my favorites. I wish I'd have, I wish as a young man I'd have taken more time to sit with him and learn more. But I was um, antsy. Yeah, right. <laughs> and when I was young and I didn't. So he taught me a little when I got older. And I've taken a little bit, but I'm nowhere near his his speed yet. Yes. Well, I know tonight I want to talk a little bit about the message you preached. You preached on, uh, well, you tell them. I don't want to tell them. Um, Well, I was sitting there this early yesterday morning Mm -hmm. and um, was praying because you asked me to to minister. And um, I just, I ran across that. The scripture came to mind about the woman at the well. Yeah. And how that Jesus was going to give, uh, he, she, he said, if you ask of me, I'll give you living water. Right. And uh, 
And I couldn't help but think about, I could still hear the water running, yeah. the river running, yeah. and then how that we need to really start seeing souls get saved again. Exactly. Um, I guess my biggest, my biggest thing was, you know, we see a lot of people come from church to church. You see people, you know, coming from this one or that one, but I'd really like to see some genuine, broken, right. get fixed, yes. mended, repaired. I mean, he saved me. Yes. And uh, I think he can do it for others, and I'd really like to see some salvation happen. Real, exactly. genuine stuff. So, Well, you preach good. You just preach about, you know, he don't want to just give you a, a glass full or even a bucket full, something that's going to help, but, uh, at a, but only for a short time. Right. It runs out. Right. And you, you preach so eloquently tonight about that river. It, it, it's continuous. It's everlasting. Yeah, it never goes away. You really helped our church. And, and I'll say this, uh, you didn't know anything about anybody in our church except the older ones that you knew. But uh, like we have one young lady, not, we won't call nobody's names, but this young lady, uh, they said she's so shy. She's coming to church, but she's so shy. She won't ever pray. And they actually told me, said, Lord, unless God makes you, please don't ask her to pray. And I said, okay. And But she came about two services or three, and I see her walk down the aisle and get saved. And then about a month later, she got filled with the Holy Ghost. And just tonight when you preached, I was so proud of her. She was down there praying for a long time. Is that the young lady I talked to tonight, Greg? Right, just at a, I, blonde, I think, blonde head yeah, head. yeah. I went over to her and I tried to encourage her because I recognize that it takes all kinds. Yeah, and I'm not a shy person, but I could tell she was a little shy. She's pretty shy. Yeah, and I said you get it the way you can get it, not yes. the way other people can get it. Right. Uh, I'm not afraid of things, but I know some people can be a little backward oh, yeah. on it. <laughs> and then I'll say this: we had two young men. This is the first time they've ever been here, and. Uh, uh, one of them was a brother to uh, that young girl. I got their names. Did you? Okay, yeah. yeah. One of them was uh, her brother, yeah. and the other one, I think, was a friend. Yeah, it was just a friend, yeah. And uh, so they were like 16 and 15, or 16 and 14. I can't remember. It was 16 and 15 or 16 and 14. Yeah. But I told them, I said, man, we were so glad to have you, and I hope you enjoyed service. Please come back Sunday. And they said... We we liked it, and for a long time I talked and and they just looked at me, shook their head, but then they started smiling, talking back. Yeah, and I said, "You want to go to youth camp with us?" And they said, "We'd love to." Can we? And that other boy said, "Can my two brothers go?" And we said, "Absolutely." <laughs> so even though they didn't come down the aisle right. tonight, Brother Rose, and I, I want everyone to hear this, this listening to our podcast, that you know we was in hopes that they would come down the aisle and give their heart to, to the sure. Lord tonight. Because the way you preached, I mean, it, it kind of uh, affected saints, but also sinners. Right. And I thought, man, they may pray tonight. Because I knew they wouldn't say. I was already told they were coming, they're not saved. But even though they didn't pray tonight, that affected them greatly. Yeah. And they're coming back. Yeah. So I want to say this to you personally. Thank you, because you had the right message. Yeah, I got to I got to talk to them a little bit. I was very thankful. They were fifteen year old. Both of them were. Oh, was they both fifteen? Yeah, and okay, I'm sorry. and uh, they um, 
They didn't know God. I asked them point blank. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, you can't force it. But you know as well as I do is they'll come when they come. Exactly. But you get them to fall in love with it, they won't go away from it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. And it was it was just an uplifting service tonight. And so we, we just thank God for you stopping. And, and I know that, like Brother Rose, this is his home area. And when he comes in town, there's at least two or three churches going to immediately grab him to preach. So I was just honored that I got a hold of you first and got you to come preach for us. You you humbled me enough, brother. I don't uh, I didn't deserve you to ask me. You were kind and kindness to allow me to park here and all that stuff anyway. But uh, to ask me to preach too is 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 a blessing. I appreciate it. We're definitely for you, brother Jonathan. And so I mean, we found out a lot about you here tonight. And is there anything else our audience needs to hear about you? And about your ministry and and actually how God has moved in certain ways in your life. I tell you, in the past couple of years, especially, I have come to the realization because we always get into that frame of mind where we want something specific. Yeah, you know, we all come to that mindset where if we pray for this, we'll get this. We want that, and we have our our agenda basically when yes. it comes to the spiritual walk. But in all reality. I had a fall through the roof. I had a concussion. Um, my sister, you know, she's dealing with the brain cancer that she's dealing with. And, and how, how old is she, by the way? She's 38. I knew she was very young. I, yeah. I didn't mean to stop you. Baby. No, you're fine. You're fine. So uh, everyone that's listening to us today, uh, I wish you would pray for his sister. Stephanie Finley. Stephanie Finley. And please pray for her, would you? Go ahead, yes. brother. I didn't mean to you. Yes, please pray for Stephanie. Um, but as I was dealing with her... Uh, just in my head, the things she's going through, the things I was going through, I started to recognize I uh, I couldn't do everything. <laughs> yeah. When you're younger, you feel like you can do everything. And the scripture, the just the, I call it a famous scripture, I guess, but it's the one that says, uh, my, he, when Paul asked if he'd remove the, the thorn from his flesh. Yes. And God said no, basically. And he said, my grace is sufficient for you. Mm-hmm. My strength is made perfect. And your weakness. And the Lord reminded me, if I'm not broke, he can't fix it. I love that. So if, and if so, the the, the weaker I am, the stronger he becomes, I believe. Yes. And so I have to walk around and recognize this is not strength of mine, this is strength of his. And I think too often times we all will go through life trying to always fix and fix and fix. And we think that we can control when I think God really wants control. Yes. And he's saying, you know what? If you just give it to me, I'll fix it. And there's some things he ain't fixed yet, but that doesn't mean he won't. That doesn't mean he can't. Exactly. It doesn't mean he hasn't yet. So I'm, I think that's the biggest thing I've learned lately. And it has definitely taken a toll on my mind, my heart, my spirit. I'm more uh, jovial yeah. and uh, 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 excited. Yes, and uh, a lot of people say, "Well, what about this news?" Or they'll come with new news, or somebody telling me something about somebody else, and I say, "You know, I ain't got time for that." Yeah, uh, because if if you want me to get into your mess, all you're trying to do is just share the burden, and I'll share the burden. I'll pray for them. I, sure. I appreciate it, but I'm not. I, I refuse to allow this world and the things of this world, even when the church takes on some of the world, to bother me anymore. Exactly. I'm going to preach the word. I'm going to show this world joy, and hopefully somebody will get affected by it. <laughs> yes. Well, that, now that was great. Thank you. That was great. Amen. If you got any more comments, because 
I think you helped our listeners right there. Bless your heart. I, I, I'm, I'm still young, so I don't, I don't think I've arisen. Even Paul said, "Brother, I count myself to have apprehended, but there's one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind me." Exactly. And you know, I hate some things you can't forget because you have to take care of it. But after you take care of it. You forget it. Right. Yeah, forget it. And go on, right? Yeah, and go on, right? Because that's what he said, but I press toward the mark. The mark of the high calling. Yeah. Yeah, so that's right. So uh, you got to leave it behind and just push forward. Yeah. Hey, man, wow. I think I think this is a great, this is a great episode here this morning on PXT in the morning. And so uh, now I know your children was telling me uh, one of you, well, your daughter, she said, I'm excited, but I know I'm going to be worn out because she said she had like four or five youth camps. Five youth camps. Yeah. And she said about four of them might be right in a row or something like that. Yeah, definitely. And she was telling me, she said, I'm really excited. You know, and I'm an older man and she's a young girl, even though I'm the pastor, you know, she just come up. That makes me feel good. She came up and started talking about, hey, I'm getting to go to youth camp. And I just, I love that about your family. And uh, I just love the way they they got in with you today. And they got up there, your wife was playing the piano and they got up there right beside her. And, and those boys knew their part. Yeah. And they sung it with excellence. Yeah. And they done, <laughs> they done a great job. So I really, I really appreciate uh, you brother, Jonathan and your, and your family. And I mean that from the heart. I appreciate you very much. And at any time, you are welcome to come back to PHT in the morning, share with us. And now you've been uh, interviewed and you've been introduced. So, hey, uh, if there's some time I can't do one, I wouldn't care to say, Brother Jonathan, can you do one for me? And you, you know, you could just get on there and do an episode, send it to me. I'll send it to our producers, and we'll get it done. Well, I appreciate you, brother Miller. You, 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 uh, you have been a part of my ministry. Well, ever since I was first saved at eighteen years old, yeah. and I, I look over and I in the room we're sitting. I see the CD sitting there that has been made. But before that CD was made, I remember hearing that song you sung before. Yeah, and I've come a long way. Has always been something as a staple that I remember Brother Miller always singing. Thank you. It has been something that I've I've kept in my heart myself. So yeah, yeah. That's next to my last one. I done one after that, uh-huh. and really getting ready to do another one. So I've got uh, one, two, three songs I've written that I want to record, and we're going to try to get those done and get them get them recorded. Wow. And my granddaughter Chelsea. On my newest album. Have you heard my newest album yet? I don't lose that. Well, we'll have to make sure you get to. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, she wrote two songs. I recorded them on that on that newest one. So but I appreciate you saying that, and thank you for that. I, I, I think with you and several people in this area especially, I have quite a great heritage. You do? And I'm thankful for every one of you. I just, I am rich. Rich in hope and love, and I think I messed up the song, but there it is. <laughs> yeah, faith, hope, and love. That's it. You got more than you shared. That's right. And you know, you, you're right, and we'll say this. And I'm, I'm trying not to go way over my time. That's okay. 
hey, I'm allowed to do it as long as I want to. It's your, it's so, your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so, but Brother Claude Ely, at, at, to know your parents was raised under him. Now, I knew him well. He was a great he, de- he dedicated me to the Lord. Yeah. Wow. That, that I was told anyway. I, yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> he was a great man of God. Uh, my wife went to Charity Tabernacle. Yeah. And, uh, of course, I didn't. I lived out over in Indiana site. Uh, but I was going to say this. When I first started ministry, you know, I come up a little bitty church. Now, this church is a pretty big church. Like, we, we only have like 78 tonight, mm-hmm. not counting the ones in Kingdom Kid in the back, mm-hmm. but it looked like 28. Yeah. Because, I mean, you got to have about 250 to make it look like anybody's here. Right. You know, but any, anyway, uh, before I ever come here, I, come, I pastored a little church. And uh, I didn't know, I didn't even know what a camp meeting was. Now, you know, one year I preached almost 20 camp meetings, just about five or six years ago. And but I didn't even know what one was. And Brother Claude Ely called me up and said, hey, I'm going to Allentown, I want, I want you to go with me. I've heard those, and I've heard those trips. Did you hear that story? Not that one, but I, I know he did that. And boy, if I had the time, I could tell you all about that story. But, uh, you know, he wasn't my pastor, but Brother Ely taught me so much because in a little small church, we'd have a pastor a year or two, then we wouldn't. Yeah. And but and he, he took me kind of under his wing, even though I wasn't I wasn't out of his church. He was good to me. Mm-hmm. And I will always love that man. And then Pastor Brock, Dave Brock. Yeah. Now look, me and Dave Brock was uh, one year apart in age. Yeah. And Sharon, his wife, you know, uh, my all of his wife's first Sharon Brock's all of her first cousins are my wife's first cousins. No, it's a... But it's on the opposite side. What's her last name? Uh, my wife was the Stacy side. The Stacy side, okay. Yeah. My wife's mom was a Stacy. Wow, I did not know yeah. that. Yeah, and then Sharon, <laughs> Sharon's, Sharon's was the Stacy. Uh, she had that, but she was on the Robin's side. Yeah. And so so they, they grew up in uh, most of their life in a, like a duplex house. Yeah. And they thought till they was about 15 or 16 or 14, well, I forget the age, they thought they were first cousins because they were so close. Right. And so you did have a rich heritage. Yeah. God blessed you with some great men. Oh, I love it. I love the history. The only thing I hate in my, my ministry is I did not have that as a young preacher. And because, you know, not because I didn't love my church, it was just small way out in the country. And then, that's why that I've always, I've had pastors, evangelists, and preachers gravitate to my ministry mm-hmm. without me even asking them. And like Brother L.L. Collins told me one day, he said, he said, I felt like God spoke to me, Brother Miller told me that he had, he had used you especially in one area. And I said, what? He said, to help and train young men. Mm-hmm. He says, you're the best I've ever seen. Yeah. I said, I don't think I'm even good. But I've looked at that through the years because we've had countless, I've got five full-time evangelists out of my church. Right now, I've had, I don't know how many people leaving pastor, mm-hmm. leaving youth pastor, and that's it's done great things for God. And so I hate, I hate, I love when they're called. I hate when they go. I've gleaned with several things that you that I've heard, not from. I think you've told me a few things personally, but I've gleaned from a few things that I've heard other people tell me that you've taught. Yeah, and I've taken a hold of it. 
Now, my wife is, her family is a first generation holiness. Yeah. Pentecostal. And so it, it's really great to have a heritage on my side. Yes. It's also, it's also great to see uh, Stephanie, well, she's Rose now. Yeah. So I can pretty much use that testimony to anybody. She came up with a David Brim, right? She did. And Ruthie Gallagher. And Ruthie Gallagher. Now I'm right. going to tell you, so she had rich roots. Right. Even though she's first generation. Yeah, that's right. She had some good because teachers. Because uh, David Brim is a great man of God. Amazing. That great pastor out in uh, uh, Missouri. Mm-hmm. Um, and is it Missouri actually or Illinois? I think it's Grand City, Illinois. Illinois, yeah. but they're right there on the... Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Ruthie, his wife that he married, Ruth, and nobody knows where Ruthie, but I do. Yeah. And she come up under uh, Brother Cliff, Sister Gallagher, Cliff, Cliff Gallagher, Gallagher, Bessie Gallagher. So you can't get no greater than that. That was great. Yeah, they were some amazing people. You know, if I had a jealous bone in my body... I'd be jealous of guys like you. <laughs> I, I, I didn't have that. I really didn't. But I do thank God for men like Claude Ely yeah. that taught me so much. Yeah. He, he probably taught me more than anyone, and he wouldn't even my pastor. Yeah. You know, we get talking about God, the goodness of God. People's thinking, don't Brother Miller used to just do like a 20-minute podcast? <laughs> I do, but this has been fun. I've enjoyed this today. I, I've I've enjoyed being with you a whole lot, brother. Well, thank you so much, and yeah. we're honored that you were with us today, and I thank you for that. I appreciate it. I appreciate you allowing me to be here, so that's, I'm good. Praise I'm God. Glad, I'm glad, not good, but glad. I know what you meant. Yes. <laughs> well, uh, we're going to go ahead then and and end our podcast. Uh, this interview with. Pastor Jonathan Rose, and I hope you've enjoyed our podcast, and we hope that uh, all of you will just have the great rest of your day, a great rest of your week. God bless you.